Welcome back to another episode of We've Done The Maths. I'm Chantelle, Pedestrian TV's Married at First Sight recapper. And for this episode, my pod wife Jules and I, we went a little bit rogue. So after the final vows happened, we couldn't wait to get into the studio. So we took to Facebook Live instead. We talked about all the couple's final decisions, what they were and weren't thinking. And to be honest, it was bloody juicy and there's a lot to unpack. So let's just jump right on into it. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> We've just watched the final vows. We absolutely <laughs> need to get into it. Um, the final decisions were bloody juicy. Yeah, they always are. And there's always bombs that are dropped. And it's always a very good television. Mm-hmm. But usually, if you guys have been following on with the We've Done the Maths podcast, obviously, we're usually in a studio. And, you know, God knows that the cast have been hitting us up to come on in and be guests, but we couldn't wait. We wanted to jump straight on here and talk about what just happened in Final Vows. We also ran out of budget. So this is what happens when you run out of budget. But we're going to talk about what the F just happened with, should we get into it, Lyndall and Cam? Let's start with Lyndall and Cam. Mm -hmm. How are we feeling? Did you expect that? I didn't expect that producers would allow her to... I mean, obviously, I'm like, yes, go, Lyndall. But producers have obviously set that up because when have we ever seen that? Well, we have seen it with Brent last year, did we not? I just didn't expect it from Lyndall of all people. Yeah, yeah, to be so savage. Right, because, like, she's been making it known that she likes him and, you know, even right up in when she was there with her mum, she's like, you know, I really want to make it work. And then all of a sudden she's like, bam. In (laughs) what world would Lyndall want to make it work? Like, the guy doesn't live anywhere. He's clearly made it. He's made it quite clear that like, he works remotely. Yeah. Um, he has no interest in her. I don't know. It's this common theme of absolute delusion for this week. Well, I think that it's quite sad because she was saying to her mum, "Oh, I just really want a partner." And I'm like, "Do we just do this to ourselves? Where we're like, oh, but I really want a boyfriend, so mm. I'll make him work." Mm-hmm. And you know, does she see him as a project for a little bit? I don't even know. Yeah, I think that that theme also carries across to. Leighton and Mel, who we're definitely getting into as well with the whole, oh, but I really want to fall in love and here's this example Mm. and I want to hang on to that example instead of actually looking at the person that they're with. Yeah, and then put into account that they're on this national TV show, you know, they probably want to have the love story and they try really hard to make it work, but then in the end just a detriment to their own relationship. Mm -hmm. And like she was saying in the final vows, I've made myself crazy trying to make myself perfect for you. So I'm glad that Lyndall said her piece, but let's talk about her not letting him say his piece. How do we feel about that? I I didn't, I don't know. (laughs) Obviously for for entertainment purposes, I was like, yes, that makes, uh, I love this, go Lindell, go the girls. But I would be pissed off if I was Cam. Yeah, well, he's written a whole bloody speech. Yeah. I mean, he's probably spent longer writing that speech than he has thinking about his decision (laughs) to leave Lindell. But I'm like, sorry, Lyndall, that's just not the way it works. Like, everyone gets to say their piece. Like, I don't love the guy, but fuck, he mm. deserves to be able to speak his piece as well. Now he's sitting there with no, like, last word. But this is the thing. She wouldn't be allowed to do that unless producers allowed it. And I feel like they gave her, like we saw um, with Caitlin. Remember Caitlin, everyone? <laughs> like, with Caitlin, they obviously gave her this big pep talk and then they're like, this is what's going to happen. Um, just behind the scenes, I just have this feeling that that would have happened. So I'm just wondering what Cam did 
in the last bit of the experiment to get such a bad edit towards the end. You mean you reckon that he pissed producers off? Yes. That edit was insanely... It started off so good. Yeah, I just wonder with this season if there's just that many villains that they were like, all right, well, now that Dirty Dan's gone, Mm -hmm. now that... Who are some other villains? Now that Shannon's gone, we've got to have someone as a villain in Final Vows because did we even have one? Yeah, well, because... Well, oh, so what, Bronte and Harrison? Bronte and Harrison, guys. Did anyone notice that they're just missing? So Bronte and Harrison... Oh, so they just got off, they just said we're not doing final vows? Well, okay. Forgive me for thinking that they'd come back after she says I'm done the hundredth time. So I really expected her to be at final vows just because her being like I'm gone and I don't want to see you again at dinner means she told me when you've said it a million times before. But didn't text leak from Bronte saying I'm going to flip. Didn't we just speak about that? I'm going to flip and do a Brent. Yeah. So obviously her plan has gone to shit. It. So she's met with Lyndall and said, you know what, it's not going to work out for me, so you can take my idea. You can take it. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about the other couples of the night. Let's go Evelyn and Rupert first. What a business deal Evelyn and Rupert were. <laughs> I feel like she was like a handshake, peace out, I'm done. I've done my charity work. I'm going to miss that woman yeah. on my television screen. She's just so fucking funny. Yeah. It's insane. What did she say? She was like... You remembered my dog's names, so that's gross. <laughs> and it just reminds me of any man that, you know, we've ever dated in the past, so we have to polish these turds for the next woman. She's basically taught Rupert how to court a woman. Mm. She's taught him how to, I don't ever want to go there. Like, oh, my God. He's, she's taught him how to do other things, and now he is in better condition for Tinder, Bumble, what have you. So he apparently in her vows said, that, um, you know, it took you six weeks to ask me out on a date. Has this man had girlfriends before? He's pretty hot. I reckon he would yeah. Do we think he also is getting this, like, fumbling, nerdy <laughs> idiot edits? Totally. Whenever they put that inaudible mumbling caption under Rupert's face, I'm like, okay, but how hard is it for them to do that? They just need to find, they just need to literally take away audio, have a photo, of, have an image of him sweating and then chuck that over. Mm. Like they could have done that. They could have hammed it up a lot mm. more. I also loved it how they let her go first. She's so eloquent. She's so strong and powerful. And then the, just the juxtaposition of him coming in, stumbling over his words. Because, of course, I, I'm sure he's not the first groom or bride to, you know, F up their speech and yeah. the producers would have been like, let's just start again. Yeah, but they just let yeah, him have it. Yeah, they just let him yeah. have it. Um, what about them? There's not much to say about them. I mean, we were not surprised that she was just like, I'm done. I was like, oh, it's not even a conversation. I don't know. You could kind of feel it tensing up. You know, the eye rolls were there towards the end yeah. of it. Um, yes. Did I think she was going to be a bit more, um, I don't know, yeah, letting down it easier? Probably. Yeah. I don't know, she seemed like a girl on a mission. Yeah, yeah. They really, the editors and producers really got that in and out. Hey, I was surprised mm-hmm. that final vows were happening within five minutes of the episode tonight. Yeah, yeah. They, they spent no time as well with their like little follow-up story. The night before we had Leighton and Mel who got this whole, I feel like it was the whole episode for them almost. True, true. And then Evelyn and Rupert, they're like, done. <laughs> Which is sad because everyone goes, oh, well, they're intruders. Of course, they're not going to make it. But let's look back to Kerry and Johnny of a different season. They are now married. Yeah, very wow. loved, very happy. So it could have worked for Evelyn and Rupert if it was a better pairing. Yeah, I reckon I'm still going with Evelyn and Duncan. I reckon that one week they had. I mean, I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that relationship in the least creepy way possible. Just yeah. I hope they have sexy photo shoots every week. 
I hope that they appreciate each other. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't talk about having children. They'll come back. So is that it, Evelyn and Rupert? There's not much to say about them, I feel like, anyway. But let us know in the comments if you have any suggest- like anything you want to add to Evelyn and Rupert. Uh, apart from she's a bad bitch and he's a fumbling mess that we love. <laughs> now, Ollie and Tani, our golden couple. Oh, they make me sick in the most beautiful way. Ollie and Tani... I feel like they might be true soulmates. I think they are. Like, they were so cute, like, when they saw each other after having so much time apart. They seemed so comfortable and Mm. natural around each other, goofy. And I felt that her vows, and I know everyone's cried, but her vows were the most genuine. I felt really... Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to see some happy tears for once. And she was just... I think anyone that's been on the dating circuit can agree with Tani in terms of fuck it runs you down mm-hmm. after a while. So she's just like, thank God. Well, especially in Bondi. She lives in Bondi. Oh, yeah, far out. The men are obese. to do with the men are obese. No and then you venture out to Could You Pab and it's still just as bad. Yeah. Um, Tani and Ollie, what do we got to say? Gorgeous. They were right. They were so them right until the final sentence. I think he said, yeah. if it talks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, <laughs> it's a duck. What, a way, what a way to make your relationship official. Basically just mm. say, well, I think we're doing all the things, so let's do it. But we, Jules and I actually went to the Nova dinner party um, yeah. last week, wasn't it? And can confirm Tani and Ollie are very happy, very in love. They're so in love. They're looking very affectionate on the night. So, um, should we say anything else about that? So yes, we went to, we went to the Nova Married at First Sight dinner party on Thursday. Um, they were there. Who else were we shocked by? We were shocked that we were the men were quite small. <laughs> but they were quite sure. That's what that's I think, in my notes. I think what Jules is trying to say <laughs> is that people look different on camera as they do to on the show. I would say that maybe the women are all really petite yeah, yeah, yeah. because um, Jules and I are five foot ten gals, mm-hmm. five foot nine, five foot ten. So we were just, you know, oh okay, they're not as tall as we thought they were, or that girl's a lot shorter than we thought she was. Yeah. Um, but other than that, basically they read out like confessions and yeah. There was good tea, but, you know, the way that this bloody show moves, I feel like it's old news already. Yeah. Duncan's still beautiful in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The girls are stunning. I was actually shocked at how good-looking all of the girls are. I know that they're good-looking on, you know, we watch them every night and we're like, oh, they're yes. beautiful. But I think it t- kind of took us back to when we first watched them walking down the aisle and we were like, oh, my God, Sandy's stunning. Oh, and we were yeah. just as stunned on Thursday night seeing Sandy. She is stunning. Yeah. But should we talk about the vows from last night as well? Yeah. So we had Duncan and Alyssa. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I almost forgot. So, okay. I didn't expect Duncan to leave her, to be honest. I thought that he would say yes for the cameras. I mean, he's had very Prince Charming edit up until now, Duncan. So I thought he would just carry it through. So I was a bit surprised and I was a bit confused as to how unenthused he was to see her when she rocked up to final vows. That body language, hands crossed in front of him the whole time. (laughs) He was not happy. And then her bloody vows, she has this opportunity to redeem herself. You know, sometimes there's just that, you know, okay, think about any time you've been broken up with. There is like a little, little tiny chance that you can make them change their mind. I've done it. (laughs) Don't try and break up with me because I'll negotiate my way out of it. But... She could have she could have changed his mind, I believe. Yes, he's got words there, but all he has to do is take out a paragraph, mm. right? The way that they set up those vows. And she goes, 
I want to help you. I want to help you dig into your soul and make you feel how I'm feeling or something just as cruel. Oh my gosh, she's got her head so far up her ass. But um, that was such a kick in the, what do you say? Kick in the, kick in the guts. Kick in the guts. Kick in the guts to him to just have like one last little dig from Alyssa before he goes on his merry way to his DMs, which will be blowing up, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But wasn't that, if I was about to break up with someone and they had a final stab, wasn't that just going to like cement everything he was about to say? A hundred percent. And then he would have really like gone so in. He was probably going to be nice about it. And then, well, he was still nice about it. It's Duncan. We're it's talking Duncan. about after yeah. all. But um, I think that. Yeah, she just gave him ammo to be like, you know what, I've made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. She's probably thinking about how it's going to play back in Australia's television screens mm-hmm. and just being like, thank fuck, I'm going to be the next Bachelor or I'm just going to be the most eligible man in all of Northern Sydney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Well, she, um, her response to getting dumped nationally on public TV was that she, um, oh, what did she do? She... Said I wasn't expecting that. Alyssa, I wasn't yes. expecting that. I'm like, delusional. <laughs> but it makes you wonder, and I'm not sure if you guys just saw the preview for the reunion episode, which looks lit. Yeah, it looks so and good. And she is basically just going off at Duncan saying, you blindsided me. Look, she probably says gaslit like every other person mm-hmm. on this show. But, um, yeah, she truly wasn't expecting it. So, I don't know, maybe we're not seeing everything from Duncan. Maybe we're not seeing everything from Alyssa. But one of my favourite parts of Final Vows for Maths is both Lyndall and Alyssa squatting in the forest squatting garden afterwards. I'm like... In those beautiful dresses, both just popping a squat on the grass. Yeah, and from being broken up with and breaking up with someone. It's like, okay, it's not like this... There's like the relief squat and then there's the mm-hmm. celebratory mm-hmm. squat and then there's what just happened squat. But in all of my breakups and all of my life, have I ever squatted afterwards and gone, I don't Yeah, the so. producers just say, not just stay on that bit of grass and they're like, well, I've got heels on, so I'm not going to lie down. But Linda just really enjoying like some kind of yoga situation in the end. She's like, oh, She's like, I'm free. Yeah, I'm free to do it out. Leighton and Mel. Leighton and Mel. That was but, a tearjerker. I, I honestly, I thought they were no go. Like, I didn't think it was going ahead. Did you see, like, our girl Mel, did you see she was going through it that morning? Oh, how would you be, hey? Like, final decisions, and it just happens to be when you and your husband have had the biggest fight. The biggest fight. Experiment. I think as well, sleeping in separate bedrooms for the last night before you know you have to split. I don't know. I feel like this is a bit of a red flag for their relationship. I know that they said, yes, we're going to stay together, but do I believe this wholeheartedly? I give it a year with respect. (laughs) I don't think it's a forever thing. I think Tiny and Ollie are soulmates, Mm -hmm. and I think Mel and Leighton are like twin flames or I don't know. They're definitely supposed to meet, but no, I don't think it's good. I think that Leighton and Mel will... Be seduced by all of the collaborations that they will. Receive. I reckon that will be like a little perk in their relationship, you know, like that will keep them together. Do you reckon amongst the arguments? Well, just their couple, a couple paid partnerships. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no, that's going straight to Tani and Ollie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's going straight to Tani and Ollie. But Tani's a PR gal, so yeah. Um, but we will say that we. At that dinner party, Leighton and Mel were very much in love. So I hope that I'm wrong and I hope that I eat my words. Mm. But I don't know. I just feel like that was such a – the constant up and down at the start of the relationship 
do you think you can recover from something like that chance to be so um yeah so hot and cold at the start well i mean you're probably a good example of this because you've been in a relationship where it was shit at the beginning and then it got really good but mm-hmm. then you ended up breaking up so it's like maybe you're the better person <laughs> maybe you're maybe the i'm just person. projecting which sounds like me um okay well let's what about the sneak peek so you've already gone into yeah. it a little bit what do we have let's do predictions for the reunion obviously mm-hmm. we just saw a snippet there of cam and taylor hugging yeah and we did say the thing about the sexting like we know that that's going to come out um we know that everyone is back in full force they're kind of teasing this jesse and claire thing which is confusing to me considering what they've said about each other yeah. in the media um but otherwise, I mean, we've got Alyssa and Duncan going at each other, or should I say, from what we've seen, Alyssa just going at Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed, you know. You can take the girl out of the experiment. Mm. But You'd assume that he would step up and start saying things. If he's just done those savage vows, yeah. surely you've got a backbone now. Yeah. Like, if he's still meek and timid, I'll be like, okay, producers just wrote your speech. Like, come on, boy. Yeah. Have we covered every couple of the vows? Who was last night? Melinda and Lightman, who else? Alyssa and Duncan. Alyssa and Duncan. Yeah, they just got two, like, big, and then, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so that's it. And I can't believe we're at the end of this bloody show. I mean. But also I can't believe there's only those couples left. It was really, people are just starting to pike out earlier and earlier in that show. Do you reckon that, how many more seasons do you reckon Maps has got in it? You know, we've seen Big Brother fail. We've seen Australian Idol fail and fail again. Yeah. We've seen all of these shows kind of do their run. Well, um, Love Island's failing. Um, I think this has got the lowest pedestrian. Just wrote an article the other day about how this cast has got the lowest following at the moment. Interesting. Mm. And they're still getting quite a bit. It's still getting, yeah. 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 I think what will happen is that once this show is over, so like today or maybe next week with the reunions, people will be so hungry to know what's going on with the cast. Mm -hmm. Because we're so used to seeing them on our TV screens for four nights a week we've been doing this. And that's when the followings will go up because people will be like, where are they? What are they doing? Are they still together? Watch the couples. Watch the couples go up higher, of course. Yeah. Because I think we would have seen that last season with Ella and Mitch, Dom and Jack. And because for a week we thought they were all still together, right? Yeah. And so they picked up their followings on Instagram and then... Are they under contract a bit like um, The Bachelor had Bachelor stays for like three months and then once they've done their um, new idea magazine, they break up? <laughs> yeah, but I wish that they would do another... Do you remember when um, Blake Garvey and Louise Pillage did a breakup shoot? That's oh, what I want to see. I yeah, would yeah, love to yeah. see that for like... Oh, oops, sorry. Gosh, it's really, it's really lo-fi. <laughs> yeah, but on that note, we should probably wrap it up. So yeah. We're all the couples. We're very excited for the dinner party next week. We will be back in the studio. We'll be back in the studio. To recap. We're excited. Um, we'll be back, back with microphones, everything. So yeah. we've done the maps. Follow or watch on Spotify. But follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and then on Pedestrian TV, you can catch all of like the little snippets from the podcast on TikTok. You can follow the We've Done the Maths newsletter. Follow us on Insta, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Read Chantel's. Don't make me sound like an influencer. No, read Chantel's recaps. Keep reading them. That's why you're all here. She's hilarious. They're hilarious. Chantel, please marry me. Michael Warren. Who's that? Okay, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. <laughs> Thanks for okay, I'm We've got to figure out how to end this thing. <laughs> Finish. Bye.